Welcome in. Good to have you on the Bill Michael Show. We are uh, in today. Uh, we are in uh, Wausau today and tomorrow. And uh, enjoying the day. Hanging out here in the uh, the Big Unit Cruiser. Compliments of our friends uh, over there at Cunis. And uh, so it's good to be here. And uh, here at, uh, actually at Dwayne's Cover It All. We're at Cover It All today. Uh, I am up here today and tomorrow. To, we got a um, cigar dinner slash golf outing and such and uh so that uh that's taking place a little bit later on tonight hopefully the it's been kind of a a really soft drizzle for most of the day so hopefully that that uh subsides uh i woke up today and i heard the news yesterday and uh, so the tight end of my fantasy team and travis kelsey hyperextended his knee yesterday so at practice so that's not good i woke up today to see that uh, he is now questionable for the opener coming up tomorrow night. Not happy about that at all. Uh, by the way, if you want to get a hold of the program, 877-867-1670. You can find us over on Twitter, at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels. You can find uh, Grant Bills today, at Wisco Grant. Uh, Grant, how are you doing this morning? I'm doing great, Bill. Brewers won last night, got a great night's sleep, got a nice warm cup of coffee. I am I'm doing fantastic. Yeah, the, uh, the Brewers won, but uh, the pesky Cubs won again. And I, I was at one point, I thought, well, this is great because the, the Cubs are going to lose. And damned if they didn't come back and win. How, how did they win that game last night? At one point I looked, I think it was what, like like 7-4 to four or something like that. And then they had, I, I when I started watching it, because it was on TBS last night, I think it was the, the sixth or seventh inning, it was the seventh inning, they ended up putting a sixth spot up. And I, I'm just like, wow. Just, you know, they just offensively, they just won't go away. And I had said that at the time. They're still two and a half games back. And today the Brewers, uh, by the way, the Brewers have a day game today. So if you want to stay in touch with the program, uh, two ways to do it. One is go right to the website. You can go to thebillmichaels.com, thebillmichaels.com. Download the Zone app, which is WOZN, The Zone Madison, The Zone Madison. Uh, or just watch us on YouTube. Go to youtube.com slash Bill Michaels Show. Uh, either way, you're good to go, but uh, you can follow us there as uh, the Brewers have an early one today in Pittsburgh, wrapping up that series at PNC. But, man, I just I felt so good. I thought, ah, oh, the Brewers are going to go up three and a half games, um, maybe a couple more wins. All of a sudden, they're looking at four and a half, five and a half, and I can call this thing, get it over with, and every time I think it's just ready to start to matriculate in the Brewers' way, it happens. And the Cubs come creeping up with their ugly heads, and sure enough, they uh, pull off the 11-8 to win last night. So I, I just couldn't believe it. Packers back on the practice field today, by the way. And uh, you're looking for Green Bay uh, this weekend, which uh, all of a sudden it's starting to scare me. You're looking for Green Bay to win, and, and you, you want to feel good. But all of a sudden now, all these different pundits are picking Green Bay, are picking the Packers to win. And it's kind of scaring me. Uh, I don't know why. I, Grant, are you superstitious that way? That if suddenly the national people start saying, "Hey, we can," uh, we, we're believing in the Green Bay Packers, uh, and they haven't really done anything. That all of a sudden this team is this team that everybody's talking about, or does it bother you that everybody's starting to jump on the Packers bandwagon? I feel like we're still sliding under the radar to a degree. 
Like some some people say, well, the Packers, I think they'll actually be okay. They'll be decent. They'll contend for the division. That's one thing. You know, like about the Lions, everyone's like, well, the Lions could go to the Super Bowl. They could win the conference. They, people are not that hyped about the Packers. So I still feel like we're in that sweet spot of flying under the radar just enough. Yeah, I'm a little uh, little nervous. You're a little superstitious? I, I can I can hear uh, it in your voice. I, I, I just, I, I was a realist for the longest time, and now all of a sudden, Everybody that were realists are jumping on the Packers bandwagon for whatever reason, and the reasoning that they're giving is not logical reasoning. It, it's it's illogical, and so it, it's just I don't know. I, I don't know if it's because Vegas, because uh, well, Vegas, remember, only went what uh, a point, point and a half uh, in favor of the in favor of the uh, Bears because the Bears are at home. So technically, I guess if the Packers were at home, the Packers would be at what three point favorite at that point. So. Uh, I don't know. It just it, it bothers me, bothering me. The national media. Uh, that being, yeah, I know they they stuck their nose in where they don't belong. I guess, uh, like I said, I was looking at things realistically, and now it's just uh, driving me a little nuts. So, anyway, uh, that being said, so the Packers back in the practice field today. Do we uh, do we or do we not have Mike Clemens today? So when he reached out to us yesterday, he said he would be back on Wednesday. So I think we should probably hear from him in the 1 o'clock hour. Yeah, I think we have Mike coming on today. So we'll touch base with Mike. Uh, Also, Matt LaFleur, we'll uh, hear from him today. Matt LaFleur will speak today. So we have uh, we have Matt coming up a little bit later on in the program as well. Always good stuff there. Mark Schofield, uh, SB Nation, going to be joining us today a couple hours from now. So we'll talk with him uh, about this Packers team, about the uh, start of the season, and to get everything underway in that sense. So I'm uh, we're, we're kind of loaded today in that uh, in, in the informational side of things. Talked yesterday about who has more pressure on them, whether it's uh, Jordan Love and the Packers. Or it's Justin Fields and the Bears. I'm listening to Sports Talk Radio this morning, driving up. Because I uh, left. I didn't come up last night. I got up this morning. I woke up, I guess, about, I don't know, about a little after 4. And I got on the road about, mm, it was about 20 after 5 when I got on the road this morning. And um, so I'm listening to Sports Talk Radio coming up. And I'm flipping around. And I'm listening to nationally now. I'm listening to nationally uh, people talk about this Packers-Bears game coming up as they go through the entire schedule and get ready for tomorrow night and all that kind of stuff and making picks and everything. And I'm sitting there listening to how they're talking about this is it for Justin Fields. He's got to prove himself. He needs to be a pocket quarterback. And I'm thinking, boy, were we on the money yesterday? Because, I mean, I know there's a little bit of pressure on Jordan Love to kind of, you know, I don't want to say follow in the footsteps, or at least kind of blaze his own path when it comes to owning the Chicago Bears. But, man, you talk about, and again, the national perspective, as if this is, you cut, you made the choice for Mitch Trubisky. That was that was horrifically bad. You gave up draft choices. You tried to piecemeal guys around him. You put together a pretty solid defense. You basically wasted it because you stuck with that idiot. And then you went on and moved to Justin Fields. And you let Justin Fields get beat up, and he was running all over the place. And really, you didn't have much, you know, much there and then you fire the coach you bring in a new coach last year you bring in a new offensive coordinator in Luke Getze and this is the year that you know hey second year in the system they put more pieces around him Chase Claypool's got a full off season now and a full training camp with him how are things going to kind of be did they get uh, a better offensive line so now it's time for Justin Fields to prove himself and I'm listening I'm like were they just listening to our program yesterday it's 
they're, they're squarely putting more pressure and more thought into the Chicago Bears. Like, what happens if the Bears should lose this game? With all the hype, with all the hype that's out there, what happens to the Bears if the Bears should lose this game? So they, we were clearly on to something yesterday when we started that, that discussion. Um, also, around the rest of the NFL, you've got a lot of talk about the, the matchup early on with Justin Herbert and company coming up this weekend. You've got uh, a lot of talk about some injuries and still no Chris Jones. Still hasn't been able to work a deal out with uh, with the Kansas City Chiefs. And at least right now, it doesn't appear like anything's going to happen anytime soon. So uh, they're just, you know, kind of holding their breath to see if they can get the, you know, come to some kind of an agreement with them. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Also, you've got, I had mentioned the matchup uh, a little earlier when you've got the Chargers and the Dolphins because you got two young guys. you got Tua and uh, Justin Herbert going at it. And if Tua can come back, if he's concussion-free, how good can he be? What's the ceiling for Tua when you look at the numbers that he put up last year? Then you hear, uh, did you read the comments, by the way, speaking of uh, – uh, of kind of reclamation projects and, and having a good season and, and what Sean Payton had to say to Russell Wilson about stop, you know, you got to concentrate on you, basically Russell Wilson Incorporated, and stop going around kissing babies and trying to play fan favorite to everybody else because, you know, you've got a you've got a season ahead of you. Quit trying to please everybody. You're not running for effing office. Did you read all those comments? Yeah, and hand up, Bill. I'll take accountability. This is a show where you take accountability. I should have shared that quote yesterday during What Did We Miss? Because we missed that in yesterday's show. That's on me. Yeah. But I did read those quotes. Sean Payton is, what's gotten into this guy going into this season? Know. He's calling out everybody. He's coming for necks. He's speaking so aggressively. I, I don't know what's gotten into him. Yep. Yep. I uh, I don't know, but he is like no. I mean, I don't know if it's just because he's a coach now, rather than being a, a network analyst, that suddenly he feels like he can say whatever he wants. But he's just he's letting it all hang out. Yeah. Just letting it all hang out. The man. quote is: Big "Will time. you effing stop kissing all the babies? You're not running for public office." Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and then you've got Chandler Jones ripping the Raiders and, uh, you know, in uh, some posts that he put up because he uh, is entering the second year of that. What is it? A th I think I read it was a three-year, $51 million deal that he signed with the team last year. And he, he's not happy about the franchise. And he took to social media um, to air his complaints, uh, among other things, uh, not being allowed into the team's facility to work out over the weekend. He's something he said, uh, F it. I don't want to play for the Raiders if that's my uh, head H HC or GM, head coach or general manager. I want Patrick Graham, Ivy League, uh, N-I-G-G-A. Uh, Jones posted on his uh, since-deleted Instagram story referencing his head coach Josh McDaniels and general manager Dave Ziegler and uh, Graham, uh, the Raiders defensive coordinator. And, I, I mean... He said, it's a shame that I'm a top athlete with 112 sacks in the NFL and I have to go to a local gym to work out during the season for no apparent reason. This is wild to me. Josh, you know you know it. You need to do what's right, Jones wrote, uh, apparently part of the texting aimed at Josh McDaniels. Um, so then he wrote a little bit differently uh, on Twitter or on X. I uh, said, can't wait to play this year, feeling great in practice, blah, blah, blah. But, yeah, he got all mad because the Raiders, who does that? I mean, most players have access to the facility 24-7 for the most part. 
I mean, you got a key fob, you get in. Who does that to where you can't get into the facility? And they make you go work out at a local gym. I don't know any team that does that, but apparently the Raiders do, or at least maybe that's the case as it was over the last couple of days. But he's not happy with the Raiders. Who isn't happy? Who is? It's probably easier to say who is happy with the Raiders because it seems like nobody's happy with the Raiders. The, the Raiders just continually, like, drop the ball in so many different ways. What is so. Josh McDaniel's deal? Both times he's got a chance to be a head coach, he's pissed off so many players and people in his organization. I don't get it. I, I don't I don't know. I, I think I, I've said from the very beginning, I don't think he's a very good head coach. I think he's a better coordinator because he doesn't have to worry about the responsibility of everybody. He does one thing, he calls the plays, and he can then kind of do his thing, whether it's with quarterbacks or offense or what have you. When he's a head coach, he just seems to alienate people. I, I don't I don't know how else to put it. He just does. He just seems to alienate the people around him. So uh, let's do this. Uh, we got a lot to get to today. Uh, again, you can light it up if you choose to do so, 877-867-1670. Hit us up there, and uh, you can also check us uh, over on the uh, live stream. You can also hit it up, hit us up uh, over on the Facebook fan page. Uh, so many different ways. Give us a shout, 877-867-1670. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. different things uh the other thing in the nfl uh tom brady um was asked specifically that the nfl uh could the nfl be scripted when asked if he thinks that the nfl is scripted brady alluded to a pair of super bowl losses at the hands of eli manning and the giants as evidence that the league is anything but uh the first of those losses 17 14 in super bowl uh what was it uh, 36 uh or 50 well i can't remember uh, Brady's uh, 2007 Patriots, that team, from they uh, became the first team in NFL history to go 18-0. and It prevented them from doing that because of the loss. He said, do I think the NFL is scripted? You really would have to have played along with a script that had me losing to Peyton's little brother, Eli, twice in the Super Bowl. No, it's not scripted. The ultimate competitor said would probably never get over those two Super Bowl losses to the Giants. And uh, to Eli Manning, whose career in many ways was defined by those wins over the Patriots. Manning was named the MVP in both uh, of those games and is just one of two quarterbacks uh, to defeat Brady in uh, in the Super Bowl. So he said, no, how can anybody think that they're scripted, that it's it's predetermined going into that? Uh, 877-867-1670. By the way, you want to hit us up, you can do so, but this portion of the program brought to you by our friends at the Sunset Grill in Pewaukee, right on Pewaukee Lake, and uh, not a whole lot of time left to just enjoy sitting out on the lake on those warm summer evenings because we're going to get a little bit cool this uh, the next couple of days and then 
It'll be nice over the weekend, and it should be nice going into the next week. We still have some 70, 75, 80-degree days left, but uh, they're few and far between once we get past the mid-portion, end portion of September. So get out and enjoy it right there on Prospect Avenue in Pewaukee. 877-867-1670. If you want to give us a shout, uh, do it. The... uh, the uh, I, I look. I did not watch. I'm going to watch it tonight. So you know, for all intents and purposes, don't spoil it. But I did see today uh, all the Jets hype uh, as I came up this morning, and then as I got here and flipped the TV on, I saw the Jets hype, and I did not watch the final episode of Hard Knocks. Uh, Grant, did you see it last night? Because apparently, Aaron, and I'm looking forward to it, but apparently, Aaron Rodgers got into the whole UFO experience. Oh, I I saw some tweets about UFOs. I didn't know that was from Hard Knocks. I was watching the Brewers. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, that's exactly right. Yeah, it's about uh, some some experience he had with a UFO years ago, and and uh, I, I don't know the whole you know story over it, but nevertheless, it's, he uh, he wasn't probed, was he? Did you hear whether or not he was no, probed not that by I know aliens? Of. Okay, <laughs> not that I know of. Okay, uh, but uh, apparently, yeah, he uh, he he discusses the. Uh, he discusses the uh, the experience, I guess. And uh, well, you know what? As uh, one by uh, one guy put it, when I got here today and I started to open up all my emails, they said, "Well, he's in New York now. We don't have to worry about it." <laughs> um, Michael says, "What is the deal with Mark Atanasio buying a piece of a soccer team? Why not put that money into the Brewers? I think Council is done with the organization and how it operates, and he is gone." Um, I really, I don't, it it doesn't matter to me. I mean, if he's putting his own money into a soccer team, depends on how many millions. If he's putting in 5 million, 2 million, 10 million, you know, it would depend. Or, you know what? I mean, there's others. You know, you can talk about, like, a guy like Giannis who put money into the Brewers. There's other owners in town. Harris Turrer, who owns the Admirals, also has a piece of the Brewers, a minority stake in the Brewers. I, I don't, I don't have a problem with that um it, it's it's probably not the best of time but then again they're also trying to get themselves uh with this stadium that is supposed to be built downtown uh and i i understand that the funding might not be as liquid for that as originally thought that's just a little look over that fence i uh, heard a few things that maybe Maybe that not might not be in the immediate future. You're looking to break ground on it, but I think there's some funding things there. But they are trying to get themselves the soccer team. And Mark Antanasio, I mean, if he wants to buy a soccer team here or anywhere else for that matter, I I don't have a problem with it. I, and again, I, I I I know that whenever somebody with money spends money and buys something, people get up in arms about it. I. I don't, I just don't have a problem with it. I I mean, is it is it is it a bad look? Yeah. Yeah. I, I you know the timing of it isn't great, but ultimately the the what's in front of the common council, what's in front of the state, what's in front of us, that isn't going to change. And I've said it all, all along. There's going to be a lot of arguing. There's going to be a lot of people that have expel a ton of wind, and then ultimately it's going to get done. There's no way, no way for what, 250, 280 million bucks 
you're going to let your franchise walk. There's no way. You don't do that. I mean, that's that's cutting off your nose to spite your face. So I, I just I could never, ever see that happening. Um, Mark says uh, Milwaukee needs an NHL team. That's never going to happen. I, I, I get people keep talking about it, but it's it's not going to happen. The Bucks are the primary tenant and the leaseholder of the Pfizer Forum. Uh, that building is not built for permanent permanent hockey. It would be a major reconfigure. Um, it, the the franchise fee alone is not before you even put players or coaches or anybody into a uniform is crazy ridiculous kind of money. Then to pay off the rights fees within the area for the Blackhawks and such, and it just I, I've talked to numerous times. I've talked to the uh, the people with the Milwaukee Admirals about it about whether or not it's a possibility. Because remember, the Nashville Predators um, were a team that w- they were looking to move them here to begin with, right? And so I, in, in, it, that never happened back then. It's, it's just not going to happen. It's not going to happen, unfortunately. Um, a soccer team would be more likely, and it would be a minor league team. It wouldn't be an MSL team you would have to build a much larger stadium in the Milwaukee area, at least 30,000, 30,000 at least, to get yourself. And the only place to do that would be if you built it where currently Marquette University has their soccer field, down across from Pottawatomie in that, uh, in that valley, down at Canal Street. That's the only area that would be feasible, and then you're butted up against Pottawatomie, Canal Street, and then the actual river. So there's not much room there for that. So I, I don't know if you would ever, ever be able to do that. I just don't think it's going to happen. Uh, 877-867-1670. I, I like the idea. I like the fact that people are at least considering it, and you, you'd like to see other things come into the city and come into the state, and there'd be additional tax revenue and such, but it, it just that's not going to happen. Um, Michael says, do you believe that the uh, council is going to leave the Brewers? I, it sure seems like he just wants to take his time. I, 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 it sure seems like he wants to take his time. Because otherwise, well, one, he would have made an announcement by now. But I don't know if it's a matter of I want to see what you're doing before I make a decision or if it's just something to the effect of I just want to kind of talk this over with my family. And and the other thing, it might just be where Craig just doesn't want to do it anymore. Maybe he's looking at it and going, I'm just tired. I've been doing this a long time. I've been in baseball since I've been a little kid. Every summer it's been gobbled up by – you know, by baseball, I, I can't travel. I can't go here. I can't do this. I can't see my kids play. I can't, you know, and and maybe he's just looking at it, going, at just I, I've I've had my run, you know. Maybe that's just it. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. My buddy Jake says uh, the stadium in Cincinnati that they built, they put themselves in the MISL. Quite that big, he said. You need more than twenty, but you don't. You certainly don't need more than thirty when it comes to uh, the seating preference. Uh, I didn't know how many they had down there. I know originally because they had uh, when they 
had FC Cincinnati. They were playing at Nippert Stadium. And FC Cincinnati, they were drawing pretty good crowds back then, uh, which is the reason they wanted their own stadium. And ultimately, they built it downtown downtown Cincinnati. But I didn't remember how big that stadium actually was. So, okay, if they don't need it, if they don't need it to be that big. But still, you've only got so much room. You'd have to figure out a place to put it, and then who's going to fund it, right? How many soccer fans are out there that say, oh, yeah, we'd be happy to fund that too? I mean, you're already talking about an established team in Milwaukee and the Milwaukee Brewers that are finally starting to kind of churn out wins year after year after year and becoming a team uh, of relative respect. Now, they haven't won a championship, go greed, but, you know, come on, right? And you're already having people gawk and, and balk at, you know, 400-something million dollars, 280 of which the Brewers would like to get publicly, and people don't want to do that. Now you're talking about adding an MISL stadium? I don't know if that'll happen, or an MSL stadium? I don't know if that'll ever happen. Uh, let's do this. We'll step away. We'll take a quick break and uh, come back. We've got a lot to get to today. going to talk a lot of football today. We also want to start getting into Now, are we doing the predictions tomorrow, Grant? Is that tomorrow? Tomorrow's going to be massive, Bill. we got three football guests. We're going to do predictions for every division, for MVP, for Super. It's a football frenzy tomorrow. So, so prepare All your right. picks for tomorrow. Looking forward to that. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Point Brewing. Brewing excellence since 1857. And whether it's the ales, whether it's the cider boys, the lagers, the original, get our friends at Point Brewing an opportunity. Give our friends at Point Brewing an opportunity. They won't let you down. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. We might have lost Bill, <laughs> which I shouldn't laugh about. Technical difficulties aren't funny. It's just the way that he cut out. <laughs> you hear him go, welcome back, and then it cut out. Oh, I'll have to send Bill a message. Maybe he uh, maybe got disconnected. Maybe someone tripped on one of his cables and it came unplugged. That's always what makes me nervous when Bill is doing broadcasts live uh, at, at one place or another, especially where there's people um, <laughs> there'll be people like at state fair, people will be walking around and you know, people in the year 2023, we have no concept of personal space. We're, we were just living in our own little world. So people will trip over bills cords. Bill's told me, uh, one time or another, people just unplugged his stuff straight up, uh, at a fair or at gatherings, or, you know, public places where there's an event going on. Someone will just see one of bills cords and think, I need an outlet. I need to unplug this. <laughs> and they'll unplug his stuff. And I again, I'm not laughing. Well, I am laughing. I shouldn't be laughing. Uh, it's not funny. It, it, it kind of is. 
Uh, Bill says the stream just went out. Nothing happened. Weird. Uh, nothing happened back here. 608-321-1670 if you would like to fill Bill's void in the next couple of minutes. Uh, we're going to be joined by Mike Clemens later on in the show. Uh, we're going to speak with Mark Schofield at 12 o'clock. This is a perfect day to talk to Mark Schofield because we can preview the Thursday night game and week one, and you can get some bets in or you can make some picks, uh, however you participate in, in betting or gambling or picking. Everyone's in some sort of pool, right, or everyone's making some sort of wager, uh, especially week one when we have all these games back. So Mark Schofield coming up in just a little bit over an hour. And remember, the Brewers play today at 1135. So at 11, if you listen to Bill on a Brewers affiliate on the Brewers radio network, you're going to lose Bill. But you can keep streaming. You can keep listening. The show obviously doesn't stop. You can watch a stream on YouTube or on Facebook or wherever you're used to watching Bill. Uh, the best way to listen and make sure you always have the option to listen to Bill, even if your local affiliate might be running the Brewers or maybe they're they're running different programming, you know, depending on the day and depending what's going on. You can always download the Zone app, W-O-Z-N, Zone Madison. Super slick. And Bill, even if the Brewers are on, Bill will always be streaming on the Zone Madison app, so you can find him there. Uh, Bill will not be streaming, however, if he can't find <laughs> if he can't find connection. He just lost internet. And again, I know I shouldn't be laughing. It's just funny the way he cut out. We can laugh at that, right? Bill, Bill wouldn't begrudge us for that. He's in the middle of coming back from break. Welcome back! And he's gone. And he's gone. I'm on Twitter at Wisco Grant. Bill is on Twitter at Bill underscore Michaels. We're previewing Packers, Bears, and and week one. I think Bill was correct earlier in the show uh, when he said that the national media is coming around to the Packers a little bit, feeling the Packers a little bit more as different shows and different sports personalities make their picks and do their predictions, especially the last couple of weeks we get closer to week one. Packers are getting some steam. I don't think it's a Super Bowl contender or, or is a team that can go on a deep playoff run but a lot of folks and a lot of people in the media see this Packers team as a team that can definitely contend for the North, definitely can hang in there with the Lions and the Vikings and the Bears. And, and we'll see if that's correct or, you know, we'll see if the Packers win four games. And this season is an absolute catastrophe. And you know, we're over Jordan Love and we're over Matt LaFleur in, in short order. But Bill was correct earlier when he said that the national media coming around to the Packers a little bit. And he is correct in that some Chicago fans and some Chicago talkers are a little nervous. And I don't think the nerves come from a disbelief in Justin Fields or a disbelief in Ryan Poles. I think a good majority of Bears fans feel pretty good about Fields and they like the direction of this team and of this franchise. They like what Ryan Poles did in the offseason, putting some more talent, putting some more playmakers uh, around Justin Fields. They added in Gonkwe and, and a couple linebackers like TJ Edwards, along with now Ryan Connolly, a couple Badgers linebackers on that defense. I think a lot of Bears fans love what Ryan Poles has done. The nerves for week one do not stem from a disbelief in Justin Fields or in the current state of the Bears. I think the nerves from Bears fans stem from that. 30 years the Packers have held their foot down on the Bears because they've had an overwhelming advantage at quarterback. Not a slight advantage, but a massive advantage. Brett Favre beating the tar out of whoever's playing quarterback for the Bears. And then Aaron Rodgers beating the tar out of whoever's playing for the, for the Bears. And I think Bears fans are like, well, if we don't get him now, when are, when are we ever going to get him? So I think that's where the nerves come from. Bill is messaging me that he's back. Bill, can you hear me? Can I hear you? Or are you back? I got you. Oh, what yeah, happened? Did I someone gotcha. trip on your internet cord? Uh, do, I don't know. I know one thing. 
that our engineer Trevor was saying that uh, it's it's about time to uh, upgrade the equipment, and I think it might be up t- time to upgrade the equipment. <laughs> so, it was hilarious the way in which you, you cut out because you were saying "Welcome back," and then you just dropped out and you were <laughs> you were gone. Really? I don't mean to oh, laugh, okay. but it was it was kind of funny. You just disappeared. <laughs> it was was there's sometimes, and I, and I don't want to get too goofy and too deep into it technically, but there's sometimes where I can't hear you, but I know my voice is going out. Because I can see that it is. You can see what the return and what the the send is on this little, you know, this unit that we have. So I, I had zeros on the return, so I couldn't hear you. So I just knew to talk over the music and begin the segment and keep going. And usually it just comes right back. And that time it came up with what's called a system alert. I have no idea. I've never seen that before. I don't know what that means. But I will say this. I don't know if it was wireless or something in this area. But my phone acted up. And the tablet that I use to watch TV when I'm on the road to watch uh, uh, the NFL Network and stuff, that shut down. So everything shut down for uh, the blink of an eye when it came to, because we use uh, Verizon as a carrier, because they're just better all over the country. Uh, So everything shut down. So my assumption is that's what it was, but I really don't know. I couldn't swear to it. So we'll see. We'll see. Hopefully nothing else happens the rest of the day. Uh, so on that uh, on that said, being said, let's do this. We'll we'll step out. We'll reset. We'll come back. Hopefully everything's fine, and nothing else happens. We got good stuff coming up today, so hang in there for that as well. So we're going to be uh, talking with our buddy uh, Mike or Mark Schofield uh, coming up here in a little little bit. So we'll touch base with him, and we got we're loaded up tomorrow as we had talked about. So we got a lot of good stuff coming your way. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show, and I promise for those that were listening on the live, because on the live stream I didn't I, I didn't lose anybody, but for a couple of seconds. So the uh, the the request to sing Jimmy Buffett Margaritaville started to come through, and I thought, no, I can't do that. So so I'm not gonna sing. We got more coming up. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. rates right now are not what you want but uh, i know people that have been selling their home i had a friend of mine who just sold their home and was on the market for two days and homes are still going like crazy and they because he didn't even think he was going to sell it so he kind of jacked up the price and then still got ten thousand more than that so they're still selling and my buddy scott ellis over at homeside financial continues to say hey look uh, you can buy now. Interest rates eventually going to head back down. You can always refinance, but don't let the home of your dreams pass you by because you're afraid of, of a few points higher than what it has been in the past. 414-791-7771. 414-791-7771. Ask about the 2-1 buy-down as well. That's our buddy Scott Ellis from Team Ellis, Homeside Financial right here uh, in the uh, Milwaukee area, 414-791-7771, all over the state of Wisconsin, though, by the way, 414-791-7771. Uh, uh, this is from Jake. Jake says, let's take it a step further. Who has the most pressure on him to win this season? Is it Jordan Love, Justin Fields, or Aaron Rodgers? Oh, it's Rodgers. Hands down, it's Rodgers. For all the hype that's been cast upon uh, the Jets because of his arrival. Oh, hands down, it's Aaron Rodgers. No, no doubt about it. No doubt about it. Um, Merlin says a hard knock shows what a good person and a good teammate he is. 
no problems at all. Yeah, but if I was going, if I knew cameras were, don't we all think that if cameras are following you around pretty much every minute of every day, that you're going to be kind of on your best behavior? Right? And and it's a whole new situation in New York. It's a whole new deal. Not because he's, you know, being idolized and people are looking at him as a savior. It's because he hasn't won a game. He hasn't lost a game. There's no ill will. There's no bad feelings. There's no draft choices that have made him mad. There's there's not 15-plus years of anxiety that's built up. It's It's... This is the honeymoon. This is the honeymoon phase of, of what, you know, he's going through. So, of course, I expect things to be. If things were bad already, then it would be, he'd be looked at as the most pariah per, of persons out there. But that's not the way it is. You're going to go into this and you're going to be everything that – put it this way. You're going to be everything that you were prior to 2020. Because Rodgers was that guy. Now, was he great and a little bit full of himself and somewhat arrogant? Absolutely. Absolutely. But right now, you're, 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 there's no reason to be to carry negativity. You coach your guys. You talk to your guys. You indoctrinate yourself into their system with that head coach. You've got one of your guys there and, and – Nathaniel Hackett, who you really get along with, you, they basically brought in everybody you wanted. I mean, what what would you what's possible to even be mad at at this point? You know, so no, I I think with everything that's gone on, and what they've shown of him, and what he is, you know, look, I, I've said all along, I think he's going to have a terrific season. I think he's going to have a bounce back season. I just do. I've been saying that. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. So, uh, when you ask about um, who has more pressure, though, oh, it's it's Rodgers. Make no doubt about it. It's it's Aaron Rodgers. Why? Because it, you know his first statement was, "I was looking at that Super Bowl trophy, and it's pretty lonely. The Jets have one Super Bowl to show for, it, and that's it." So, I I don't. I don't discount any of the pressure that's on him. I think a lot of it's been put on himself. Uh, A lot of it's been put on because of the obsessiveness of Mike Greenberg and ESPN. Um, And because it's been one of the biggest off-season stories we've had. And much like when Brett Favre went there, it was... Look at what Favre can do for the New York Jets and look at what Rodgers doing to take over for Brett Favre. And Rodgers had a, an eye-opening season, right? You could just kind of tell there was something there. So we'll see. I mean, that's the reason you're going to have that. You know, the Green Bay Packers, they're a they're one of the, the, the ring bearers when you talk about, you know, people, you know, teams and franchises in the NFL – that make it tick. You know, you want the you want the Packers to be relevant because they're the little engine that could. They're the team without an owner. They're the team that's owned by the people. They're the team that, you know, when they need to raise funds, they don't dig into Jerry Jones's pocket. They they sell stock, and there's so much pride here that people buy it. 
you know? Uh, Will says, then he better lay it all on the line when it's fourth and two on the goal line, uh, and he can run for the uh, the godliness like Elway did. He just doesn't do that anymore. Well, he didn't. I agree, but I got it. I gotta think. I gotta think that you're gonna see him do things this year that he hasn't done in a while. I just, I, I now, will you do it in game one? Maybe not. Maybe not, because you may look at it as, hey, if I get banged up, the season's, my season could be done. So maybe he tri- maybe he doesn't do it in game one. But in a big moment, yeah, I could see him taking it into the end zone. I've said all along, I really believe he's going to have, um, that he's going to have a hell of a season. And I'm not backing off of that. Just not. I think Aaron Rodgers is going to be a, a at least a eight, well, maybe more than that. Nine, ten win quarterback at least this year if he plays the entire season. Nine or ten wins. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Jason says Aaron Rodgers is now a mercenary and a ring chaser. Okay, but it's different in the NFL versus the NBA. In the NBA, you're one of five. In the NFL, you're one of, what, 44? Or, excuse me, 22? And then when you include special teams in there, there's more than that, obviously. But I don't I don't think – I don't know if I'd call him a mercenary. I think he found a good position for him. I think a lot of guys can do that. But when you say where you want to go – I mean, let's not forget, he went over to the AFC. And where the AFC is, when it comes to quarterback play, when it comes to total teams and success, I mean, he's going in there with Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens have a legitimate shot. Joe Burrow and company in Cincinnati have a legitimate shot. Tua's got a legitimate shot. Josh Allen's got a legitimate shot. You've got Justin Herbert on the come. You've got uh, uh, Trevor Lawrence, and then obviously Patrick Mahomes. You got seven, eight quarterbacks over there. Then there's Aaron Rodgers. You got seven, eight quarterbacks over there that all can lead their teams to a Super Bowl, and they're all pretty damn good. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I'd say that. Uh, you know, yeah, maybe he can go and have some success, but I don't know if I'm going to say that he'd be a mercenary. I mean, who knows? All of a sudden, Mac Jones wakes up and plays some pretty good football, and maybe you lose a couple right out of the chute all of a sudden because, you know, you can't get over the hump when it comes to the New England Patriots, which the Jets have traditionally, didn't matter who was under quarterback, not been able to beat. So I don't know if I'd say he's a mercenary. We got an hour down already. I can't believe it flew by that fast. We are broadcasting live out of the Cutis RV Big Unit Cruiser. We are here. We are in, uh, in Wausau, uh, just outside of Dwayne's cover at all. He's doing a little work on this and... Then we're heading over for the golf outing a little bit later on today. Um, the golf outing, uh, I'll, well, they'll get underway about 1.30. I'll be over there about 2.30. And then we have the cigar dinner coming up a little bit later on tonight. So I figured, eh, rather than going up and back, I just take it easy. Just hang here. Hang here. I've got this house on wheels. Why not? More of the Bill Michael Show. It's coming up. It's coming up next. It's coming up next.